0: welcome to the if only entrepreneurs podcast i'm your host christina defranco and this podcast is a place for new entrepreneurs who want to build an intentional business and not look back and say if only i did that if only i knew that or if only someone had told me that because i'm here to share all the secrets you need to know to run a successful business Grab your notebook or iPad because you're not going to want to miss these tips. Let's go ahead and get started. School is officially in session. Welcome back to the If Only Entrepreneurs podcast. I'm your host, Christina DeFranco, founder of SOTI Branding. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. I have a very excited episode coming at you because I am joined today with Riley. June. Thank you so much, Riley June, for joining us. How are you doing today? Good. Thank you. We got our first snowfall
1: over the last 24, 36 hours. And so we have probably about four or five inches of snow on the
0: ground. So, Oh my goodness. We have like maybe like two centimeters. We're just starting to get a taste of it.
1: <laughs> yeah. we
0: They just hit us with it all at once this time. <laughs> my goodness. That's Crazy. So, for all of my friends that are listening today, I would love to share with you who Riley June is. She is an intuition master coach and spiritual activator. She helps humans stand in power, lead with ethics, and scale their impact. Whether you're looking for personal growth and spiritual development, or you're a light leader on their journey to impact more. Riley June has created the spaces where you can expand as a new mom. And with an ill husband, Riley June had faced unpredictable circumstances, which led her to her journey with personal development and energy. This journey taught her how to attract and build a six figure business and even retire her husband so that he could focus on his own healing. I am so excited to learn more about Riley. Kylie June's journey today. So again, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you
1: so much for having me. I'm excited to dive in and and share all that can benefit your community and everyone on this entrepreneur journey.
0: (laughs) I know it's a crazy wild one for sure. So I'd love to get started with basically helping our listeners to understand a little bit more about you and sharing how you got into entrepreneurship. I know I touched a little bit, but there's so much more to the story and I'd love for you to share it in your own words.
1: Yeah. So like you said, my journey started from my husband getting ill. We were about four months into our relationship when he found out that he was, uh, he was diagnosed with congenital heart failure And it wasn't something that ran in his family and it just like went super downhill very, very quickly for him. And so it was two years of us just trying to like keep up with him healing or he's recovering or he's going downhill or he's healing, he's recovering, he's going downhill. It was like this repetitive cycle for like literally 24 months. And, uh, I didn't know anything about personal development. I didn't know anything about spirituality. I didn't know I was just a person who was working. I used to work three jobs and work really hard. And, um, when he started going through all this stuff, we, I had to stay home. We also had a new son, so he wasn't able to lift him or really do much. And he had PTSD from a lot of the things that he had experienced. And so I got that taste of essentially what single motherhood is (laughs) in essence. And, uh, after we finally got the okay that everybody was going to be okay, we didn't need to worry about this. He actually could just recover now. Um, I found myself feeling just so out of sorts and confused about life, about why things happen, about how the world works, and all of a sudden, I was just hit with all these like big questions. You know, what's the purpose of this? What's the purpose of me? What's my mission in this world? What does that even mean? And um, Lewis House was one of the first podcasts that I ever found, as well as Lori Harder and uh I just on a whim synchronistically showed up on all of a sudden my podcast feed and I just started listening to them and I found a lot of stories that other people that they would bring on um, were resonating with me how they were overcoming these huge triumphs or big traumas in their life or childhood experiences and so on and so forth and so um before my husband had gone through his journey of uh, being diagnosed uh, shortly before that, I had also lost an aunt um, as well, and she was like the glue to the family. So. When I finally went into this personal development journey, I was like, well, what are the chances like I can connect with her? Like I'm hearing all these people going through these traumas and these tragedies and, you know, they're healing. What is healing? What does that look like? And so I started going back. Okay. Where do, where does mine consciously start? Well, it started with her passing and I thought of mediums. And so I was like, okay, well, I want to go to a medium. I want to connect with a medium. I want a medium to share messages with me. And I thought, you know, what are the chances that I could just do this? Like, I don't want to have to keep paying to go to someone for messages. Like, what what does that look like? And it was a question I never in my wildest dreams thought that I could actually answer for myself, let alone do. Um, But I did always know that if uh, anyone can do one thing, it just takes time, attention, and attention for you to do it too. And so I ended up winning a scholarship to join a certified psychic mediumship course and I had no intention of building a business still. I was just like, okay, personal development, like mindset work affirmations. Okay. I'm going to learn how to be a psychic supposedly. And what I started to realize in this course was that not only was it so incredibly easy to connect with energy, for someone who had zero background, didn't know chakras, didn't know nothing, and uh, how easy it was for me—that I was even more mind blown that other people didn't know this. They didn't know that they could connect. They didn't know about intuition. They didn't know about energy. They didn't know that they could actually trust that when they felt their loved ones around, that they could, you know, trust in that and and receive messages from it. And so, I just continued to practice and to follow through with that, and I realized that there was this like almost me, like I couldn't not, not do what I was feeling called to do. And that was show up on a Facebook live that I've never done before and start offering readings. Um, like, Hey, I'm doing this really cool thing. I know it's weird. Like, ah, you want to (laughs) try? And, um, I did it for free for probably about five to six months. (laughs) And then eventually from the feedback and people just wanting to know like, well, how do I do this? How did you learn? Just to make a long story short, it just—it was just this continuation of answering this call. Okay, people want to know more? I'm going to show up. Okay, uh, people want to learn? Okay, how do I teach people? What does teaching people look like? And so I just started reverse engineering what I did, and it just, over time, ended up being this business and this company that I now run today. And it was in in the pursuit of retiring my husband that made me go all in or um, really allowed me to see a bigger picture in what I was doing but yeah that's uh the short long version of how I got into everything
0: that I'm doing yeah. it feels very organic like it's almost like it's it's so interesting because you work with energy and it's very energetic the process that took you to where you are now and that's so I find it so fascinating I think a lot of people will as well I have a question around, because obviously you talk about these hardships that you face and if someone is at that stage right now, like where you were, I'm sure different circumstances, but if they're facing hardships in their life right now, what would you recommend they do? Is it a journey of personal development? Is it a practice of self-love? Like where, where do they begin? How do they even start and get unstuck? So to speak.
1: Yeah, I love that question. And it's a really powerful question because when you go into the online internet world, you know, the biggest thing that's preached is self-love. Okay, well, if you're stuck, you need to love yourself more. Well, if you're limited, you need to find a way to make more time for you. And for a lot of people, that's actually one of the most challenging things because they've spent their entirety of their life up until whatever age you are, you know, worrying about everybody else, caring about everybody else. We live in a world over the last two years where we're told you have to do this for. Everybody else, right? Regardless of where anyone stances on it. But it's just something that's drilled in us constantly. So self, a, a journey of self-love is something that I really truly believe isn't a four-week course. It's not a one-year program. It's a lifetime of learning as you grow and you age and you adapt and you change. There's always going to be some new way that you get to just really honestly accept yourself. And I always recommend that whenever someone's feeling stuck or limited. There's typically an emotion of frustration or anger or sadness behind it and to choose a creative outlet. So the opposite of anger is passion and passion is... A core element of your sacral chakra, which is what governs your emotions. So whenever you're feeling really stuck or challenged or in hardship, not only is it a way for you to get out of your head and into your heart and do something that has no agenda, but it's also an outlet for you to just release. So it's therapeutic in its essence, whether it's singing, dancing, painting, drawing, something that has to do with you know, creativity. Um, I always go with recommending that one because typically what keeps you stuck is the emotional barrier. So if you just take the time to tap into the opposite of that energy, you can release and let go of all of that Especially without it having like, oh, this is my five intentions. These are my five steps. This is the mindset work I need to. It's like, no, let's just get creative and shift the energy from within and watch yourself have the awareness to unfold what it is you're feeling blocked by.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's all it takes is that shift, right? If you do one small thing, it shifts one small piece of energy. And then it begins to almost snowball in a sense where you can just start to build on that. All you need is that one glimpse of hope. A lot of times when people are in their deepest, darkest depths and that one little glimmer, that one piece of excitement, that one shift of energy can change everything. So I love, I love that you speak about because I completely agree. There is no four week course. There is no one month course. It's a lifelong journey and a process. And we can meet guides along the way, such as yourself, that help people tap into this and help people along on this journey. But It is a journey, truly.
1: Yeah, it really is. I feel like that's one of the elements that's just really underplayed. It's like, you know, because in marketing, one of the the tactics is scarcity, right? Or urgency. And so you, you paint that picture, but it's like, at the end of the day, like, if you really just step back from the traditional marketing, you know, ways of doing things, and you just look at what the evolution of what you're teaching people is going to allow them to experience that's so much more worth it than the car closes in 24 hours. You better get in. And so for me, that's in leading and understanding and learning about energy. It's helped me to see beyond the parameters of a lot of the things that that happen in in the personal development or the energy industry. Um, And by no means am I an absolute expert on marketing. But when it comes to helping people to understand The value long term versus the short term gratification that we're also conditioned with, with our phones and likes and follows and stuff. You know, that's a way for you to really sit in integrity to the work that you truly believe in that you do. It's like, hey, you know, you're going to come with me for this four weeks or this four months, but I'm going to set you up for your life. Like you have your life to apply what I'm going to teach you so that you can grow and accept and have that self-awareness and know what to do when you get in these predicaments or, you know, life happens an ideal shows up and then you can move that for yourself. You don't need to rely on people.
0: Yeah, and this is such an interesting conversation, especially with the work you do. And I'd love if you can explain a little bit more to entrepreneurs that are li- listening how their personal development can actually help improve their business practices. Like it's not always the marketing and just doing business research and finding the best, newest, latest strategies and lead magnets and funnels. But how can we use our personal and spiritual development to really guide us in our business development as well?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. Ultimately, at the end of the day, you are the core element that creates that business, especially for anybody who's starting out, whether you want it, like unless you sell a physical product, you are the personal brand. And so when you grow and when you're connecting with clients and when you're showing up online, you are the energy that people want to buy from. There's a million other you know, in my industry, Reiki practitioners or psychics or healers, there's a million other mindset coaches or life coaches or embodiment coaches or or health coaches. Right. But at the end of the day, what people buy is you and the advantage in everything that's transpired in the last two years, is it's been this huge push and this big, um, uh, what's the word I want to use like people, um, not respect, but they, they want to support small businesses. They want to support, you know, local people. They want to support, you know, not these big name box brands anymore. And so it's an advantage to you because people are already looking to place their money in, in hands of people who are working for it. Um, and then, you know, at and then behind that you're that energy you're that source you know how are you showing up with that with your personality how are you showing up to share your journey and instagram has turned into this really interesting thing where um people want to see the entirety of everything now obviously that gets to be the discretion of the person sharing it But everyone's over the highlight reels, they're over the fancy houses after they've been cleaned when they haven't for two weeks. And, you know, the perfect, 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 like those, those things are very aesthetically pleasing. And there's a feed for that, you know, in your stories, that's what people watch more than anything. So when you show up and saying like, hey, I'm in the messiness of the situation, and I'm really leaning into this, and it's challenging, but here's what I'm doing, or you go through it and say, hey, I went through this, and this is what I was doing to help myself. gives you more credibility people want to know that because everybody is always going through something so when you allow yourself to go through upgrading up leveling your mental state your emotional state your physical state your spiritual state you allow yourself to rise beyond the programming and the conditioning that that got you into that state and that level to begin with it's like I always uh I like to paint the picture of like a staircase okay so you start at the, the start and you're like okay bottom of the stairs i want to start a business i have this great idea okay i'm going to go for it and you climb up a couple of stairs and you're like holy, you know, shit, I made a thousand dollars. What do I do with this? Like, okay, there's potential. Okay, I'm going to go for it. You climb up a little, few more stairs really fast. And then you're like, whoa, I made a lot more money. I'm helping a lot more people and I don't know what to do with this. And and then we kind of get into this world. It's like, oh, I need the funnels. I need the click stuff. I need the website and you know, all this. It's like, I built the entirety of my brand with no funnels, no paid ads, organic marketing, just showing up online and actually genuinely caring about the people who are coming into my DMs. And I built a six-figure business from zero to six figures in less than a year and a half. And so, you know, it's a true testament to just the value of caring. And when people see that you can overcome something or they can learn how you overcame something, it's so much more appealing because like I said, it gives you that credibility, but it also has an authentic side to it too, right? And I think at this point, everybody's kind of sick of, the Nike marketing and you know, the athletes who behind the scenes are paid or doing things that are not indicative of advertisements. Right. So it's like, okay, so how do you be better? And people are going to want, they want heart. People want to be seen. They want to be cared for They want to know you care. And so if you're doing that for you and you're sharing it and you're showing it, you're set. Like that's, that's in essence, the journey. And then all the masculine business stuff gets to come.
0: <laughs> yeah. Time. Absolutely. I always say it's, it's just showing up. That's what it is. It's consistency. It's trust it's showing up. Now, you I actually am really interested because you work so much with the emotional beings, like as someone who helps people heal, that's a really big emotional take on. So I'm curious because even though some entrepreneurs are not working in a healing space, they're still getting negative comments, negative DMs. They're still getting difficult clients that are giving them trouble. So how do you, at least in the sense of what you do, create boundaries or a practice around being able to manage that emotional drainage and that energy that's required to show up like that as someone building a personal brand?
1: Yeah, I really love this question because this, I literally got to put this into practice a week or two ago when I got slandered across several platforms for a reel that I did. So (laughs) it's perfect. So to go into just kind of the basic of your question uh, quickly, it's um, when no matter how or who you're working with in whatever type of capacity, there, there comes, there has to come an understanding from the coach or the person who's facilitating the training or whatever it is, they have to understand their energy, because if you don't understand your energy, everything is commingled, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's the value and the benefit of knowing intuition and having that, that skill essentially is because When you're sitting, let's, let's use like a traditional therapist kind of setup, right? So this could be your life coach, your health coach, your wellness coach, your spiritual coach. Okay. So you're sitting in the chair and you have your client across from you. You're sitting there and maybe they're talking about the hardships of their past or their future or what they're stuck within. Right. And if you don't understand how to read your own energy you're going to have a hard time deciphering and and differentiating between the sadness and the anger and the frustration that they're feeling. And if you have triggers surrounding maybe a similar topic or something that stimulates a frustration or an anger or a sadness within you, and you're feeling that emotion, you as the coach, your nervous system goes into a flight or flight response. So you immediately get triggered. Every single person that is placed in front of us is a mirror of something else. So when you take the emotions away from it, This is where emotional intelligence comes in, right? And intuition allows or grants you that access to differentiate this word um, between what's others and what's yourself. And so ultimately, that's what I teach. I teach people how to understand their own energy and develop their intuitive ability. So in whatever capacity they're holding space for people, and even in the personal development side, whether that's even just a family member or a spouse, you can pull yourself back when emotions are high or low or left or right and say, oh. That's not mine. And it helps you to separate the two experiences, which keeps you more grounded in what you're doing and have the ability to hold space on a higher level with the more broader perspective. So you don't get wrapped up in the story. Okay, so a lot of coaches will use relatability, right? So let's say it's a wellness coach and the person's like, oh, you know, I really struggled with binge eating and I struggled with diets and I struggled with this and then they want, oh, me too. Yes, absolutely, yep. Yeah. So if you can't differentiate your energy, you can get really wrapped up in their story and now we bring people pleasing into it. And so the, the ability for you to help that person transform beyond where they're at starts to, uh, diminish in a sense. And you, you can just get very caught up in in what they're doing versus helping them to move forward. Now, obviously I'm probably, I'm speaking more to uh, an entry level position, um, or a coach, so to speak, but This is like this is a skill set that I even see with higher level coaches who charge a lot more money, um, who still struggle to navigate this. And so um, when it comes to then like the negative side of being an online presence, you know, you can't control what people say. You're willingly putting yourself out there. It really, unfortunately, comes with the territory. And so in my instance, when I got slandered, I posted a reel that was controversial, if you will.
0: Yes, of course.
1: (laughs) yeah <laughs> it's usually what gets people mad and uh <laughs> so someone took it completely out of context they went on a rampage of calling me racist and going off to and in, and in, incite other people to go to my page and leave bad reviews and and all this stuff and um so in the midst of that like when it starts to unfold and you're watching it it's like a, a snowball effect you're like whoa 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 what's happening what's happening, what's happening? i feel out of control <laughs> but when you have that moment and you allow yourself to just process like wow this is happening okay you know i or the person has a feeling about it they, nobody likes to be called things especially when they're out of context nobody likes to have negative people or trouble come into their life um but when you allow yourself to just sit back and process okay how what is this bringing up for me right everyone's a mirror so what is this person mirroring within me well maybe there's a part of me that doesn't fully isn't fully confident in what i'm saying so where can i pull back and do some reflection right or You know, maybe this person is mirroring something that I'm not aware of. So what could that be? Let's dive into that. Let's get the journal out. Let's go meditate. Let's go for a walk. Let's see what I can navigate for myself. And what that allows me to do is one, the accountability and the responsibility to process first for me before I go and make all the comments or make all the problems get even bigger than they need to be. Um, And then it allows me to come back once I've, you know, held myself accountable to what's showing up to go and approach that person and say, Hey, I ended up reaching out to them. I said, Hey, like, let's have a conversation. I feel like this got really out of hand very quickly. So I'd like to know where you're coming from, because if there is something that I'm doing wrong, I'm more than open to changing it. Um, And it really just turned out to be that it was taken completely out of context. And so over a week and a half, we ended up sorting it out, but it was like, it was this whole experience of I was so grateful that I had the awareness to deal with myself first before I went and infused and merged all that chaos into making it something so much bigger than it needed to be. And so um, I think that answers your question. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And I I think it's the awareness around the reactivity, right? Because without the awareness of our own reactivity, it can be really detrimental to our businesses because we can react. We can say things out of haste. We can comment things quickly. And that's one thing I learned personally growing, like growing as an entrepreneur in this space is I watched other entrepreneurs like react quickly, comment quickly, and then they would come on their stories later on and say, like, this is a mistake I made. I shouldn't have fed into this. This was, um, this was a, add business practice on my part. And watching that helped me understand the awareness of reactivity and how crucial it is, not only for our own lives and our relationships, which is a whole other thing in and of itself, but with business. Because if you say something out of haste, out of reactivity, it's not an accurate representation necessarily of your business and of your business's core values and how you want to show up. And we have to step back and be able to feel that alignment before we do anything about it. So I love how you handled that. And thank you for sharing that situation with us, because I think people can really learn from that. And that's, that's how I learned the same thing is I watched other people say, I reacted, I did this, I was in my car, I was angry at what they said, and I reacted. And that's not how I want to show up in the world, right. And I think that helps inform other people about how we can further be in alignment with our own selves before reacting. And it, it's really just all awareness, truthfully.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I, I love how you painted that because that, that was a big thing that really helped me to be like, okay, something's happening here. What am I going to do about this? And very similar to you, I thought of all the people I had watched that had reacted quickly it's like they wanted to put the fire out they wanted to say something They wanted to cancel it they wanted to stop it right and so i watched you know celebrities who celebrities get hate comments all day long it's like so i thought to myself like how do these people with hundreds of thousands or millions of followers deal with this and you go and you just scroll and you see They don't comment on any of it. (laughs) They just leave it. So for me, when it started to snowball, um, because it was just someone on a comment, it wasn't a client, I just put my phone down for the day and I was like, okay, I got to go do something around this because I'm getting sucked in because it's going on other platforms now. Like now I want to go find it. I want to see it. I want to... So I put my phone down and I just backed away from it. And I'm not going to pretend like it didn't consume me for a day because it absolutely did. Um, But I'm also very grateful for my husband because he holds such a profound perspective on just like life and things that really matter um he had a lot of near-death experiences so he sees the value in life more than your average person if you will and so when it started to happen I'm like sitting there I'm like bawling I'm like what do I do about this this is crazy I don't know how to deal with this he's like if you're gonna do this for years you need to to deal with this now because this isn't going to stop we live in a cancel culture you could say the sky is blue and someone says no it's pink and then you're in an argument about the color of the sky he's like how do you like what do you want to get from this what's how are you going to process this and so for me I was like okay phone down I deal with this now if it's a client it's a little bit different because then you've got to navigate it in the moment with them but that's also where understanding the difference between your energy and your emotional intelligence comes from because it's easy when when someone comes at you with a forceful energy whether it's anger sadness frustration overwhelm anxiety to also feel that right especially if you're someone or anyone in the audience is an empath you've feel people's emotions. Right. So if your client's coming at you in a heightened emotional state and you were neutral before, all of a sudden it's like, Oh, what just hit me? And then you react yeah, your nervous system gets stimulated. So that's one of the huge benefits of understanding your energy. Cause then you can be like, okay, I'm going to take 10, 15 minutes. And then, you know, we're going to approach this in a calm manner. Cause the best way to neutralize any type of emotion, um, less than neutral is to approach it with neutrality. When you don't hold an opinion or a perspective about the way that they're acting and you just leave from your heart and what you stand for and you know, genuinely just applying what you do to the situation, you're only going to come out feeling better and likely have a much better result than meeting anxiety with anxiety or frustration with frustration.
0: Yes, absolutely. And I think it's so, it can be so easy as humans to catastrophize quickly. <laughs> And I think that's one of the biggest things, right? There's nothing neutral about catastrophizing. (laughs) And it's like, okay, we need to bring ourselves down because when we're in that state, when we're in that energy, nothing good is coming from that. It's, It's truly, and that's the first step, right? Is the recognition that nothing good is coming from that. How can I bring myself back down? How can I focus on me, not on the perspectives or the thoughts of other people in this moment, just on myself. And then approach it calmly, right? And that is a wonderful life lesson for all of us. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, and like, like we said before, right? Like, this is a journey. This isn't something you learn in four weeks. Like, this is the, um, the essence of embodiment. In, like, yes. practicing, practicing, practicing. Oh, I'm triggered here. I'm triggered by this sign. I'm triggered by this person. I'm triggered by this post. I'm triggered by this experience. I'm feeling money blocks, I'm feeling this block, right? It's a, it's an ultimate practice and you apply it every day in some capacity. And so your willingness to do that is what allows you to, in a way, expedite the experience of having and holding a higher perspective and, and frequency in the midst of then additional or future um, triggers or, or problems that arise.
0: Yeah, and I think in the shape of entrepreneurship specifically, it's so interesting because I feel like there's a real belief that, okay, when I hit six figures, when I hit a million, all the problems will go away. Oh, it'll become easier. Oh, like I'll have a team to do this for me. (laughs) Sure, you may have more money, but your problems get bigger. You you have bigger problems, but you build more tools to be able to deal with them and to be able to handle them and approach them in a healthy manner. That's really beneficial for both you and your business. But it's, it's really that piece of like, you will be challenged with this every single day for the rest of your life and it's what tools can we bring into ourselves that we can have the forefront of our mind to help us handle the situations when they arise because no matter where you're at whether you're in the depths of the deepest darkest place right now or you're thriving and you're about to hit six figures you're about to hit a million it doesn't matter you're still going to have problems every step of the way, some bigger than others, some harder than others. But regardless, you need to have the tools in place. Otherwise, what are you doing this for, right? What, Where is the happiness, the fulfillment, the authenticity behind what you're doing and the impact you're trying to create. So I love that you speak on that. It's so helpful. <laughs>
1: Yeah. And, and it's so true. Like no matter what you do. And, and that's the other thing that I really found within like, especially the spiritual communities, it's like, Oh, do this. And you'll be floating on a rainbow the rest of your life. And I'm like, false. That's such a horrible misrepresentation yeah. and, and just outright lie. Like things happen at, at the very like least, if you will, people die in your life. Like how, you know, just because you did this four week love course, or you'd learn this one thing, like if you're not actually applying the things that you're learning and you get slapped with grief, something's completely uncontrollable, you know, that person's not going to be sitting on a rainbow. So what do you mean? Right. So it's like, and and that's like, probably I use that example because it's the one that's the most uncontrolled, right? Like people pass the end of our life happens. And that's something that I feel like a lot of people avoid thinking about. It's like, okay, you know, if I just do this now, I'll be set up later. And it's like, okay, but like, not when I die, like, I don't want to, you know, we we actually block a lot of that out. And it's like, if you actually just take the time to step back and be like, I'm going to pass one day. And I really don't know when, what can I do? Like, what, what do I want to do? It helps you to, you know, like we talked about earlier, shift the energy, shift the experience, shift what you're going through. It's like, okay, this really sucks right now. And I'm probably going to be in this for a day, an hour, a week, a month, depending on what it is. Right. But you know, perspective one day, I'm going to die. Do I want to stay in this forever? And that was one of the things that my husband said to me when I started getting slandered, he's like, this is one instance, like you're going to die one day. How much do you want this to allow to affect your life? Because when things go unmanaged or unprocessed or undealt with, then it just carries that frequency into your next day and your next day and your next day and your next day. And, next day. and so like, that's why the healing journey has become so um widely more acceptable and just like uh desirable because people are like, okay I have all this baggage I don't want to carry it anymore I want to walk on it I want it to no longer be the burden that weighs me down and when you just allow yourself, like I mean that's probably one of the most morbid things you just like, I'm gonna die one day how long do I want to stay in this but at the same time it's like just skip to the end right yeah, <laughs> that's, that's really perspective. perspective right so yeah.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. And thank you again for sharing that. I think it's a huge shift, right? Especially new entrepreneurs that are starting, use that as your guiding point. Like really when you're thinking about the passion and what you really want to do, we have so many blocks come up. So say to yourself, like, what do I really want to do? Like, what do I really want my life to shape to be? And so speaking of our lovely audience and our new entrepreneurs that are listening here, we really have this show as the premise of, if only I had have known that, if only someone had have told me that I would have been successful sooner, I would have not made that mistake. And that's what we're trying to foster here by sharing other people's journeys, such as yourself. And so I'd love to know if you have like one really great piece of advice that maybe you wish you had have known sooner, if someone had have told you sooner within your entrepreneurship journey. Yeah.
1: Um, it's kind of a two-parter the first one is you're not going to make six figures overnight yeah it's this thing where it's like join this and make six figures like no like there's so much in that that you get to learn from for overarching that um the thing I wish I would have known or if only I would have known is it's that it's more about the journey than the destination and you hear it But until you actually sit with that and you go through the process of following through with whatever it is you want to do, you don't really get it. And, and you get, can get very wrapped up in, okay, this step and this step and this step and hire this coach and do this thing and do this and do this and do this, this, the processes. Um, But if you're not stepping back and just reflecting on like the actual journey you're going through you're always comparing yourself to a future version that doesn't exist or someone else who's in their own path doing something else. And you miss the entirety of your own experience. You're always in this mode of like, not enough. And that's one of the biggest traps that I feel like, I almost feel like it's one you can escape no matter what level you're at. Um, but when you step back and you just compare your journey to your own journey, you start to diminish this idea that what you're doing isn't good enough or isn't worth it or isn't going to make it or so on and so forth. And you can just start to pull that part of you away that needs the validation and the acceptance. So my biggest, if only, is to embrace your own journey. And I feel like this is talked about a lot, but like really sit with that, like really sit with that, embracing your own journey. Because if you look back to a year two years or five years from where you were, you're going to realize that your ideas are different. Who you are is different. The way you handle yourself is different. And if it's not, that's a really good way to develop that self-awareness to say, okay, how can I improve? It is about improving, but compared to your own self, not everybody else.
0: Yeah, that's beautiful. The external comparison will get you day in and day out and it's only magnified with the growth of social media. And I think that shift to internal, Comparison, like where you were, where you are now is such a beautiful message and one that's a key takeaway. So if you're listening at home, write that one down or not externally comparing, we're reflecting upon our own growth and that will only help increase our own self awareness as well. Now, Riley June, I know you're gifting our lovely audience a 30 day template for your higher self manifestation journal. Can you share a little bit about that and who may really benefit from it? I'd love for them to know the link will be in the show notes at uh, the little description, but if you can share a little for those so they can know a little bit more, that'd be great. Yeah, absolutely. So um, the premise behind the journal
1: itself is one day I sat down and I was like, you know, we all get journals and we all want the journals and we all want a journal, but There's nothing that like out there that I found that really guides you, that helps you to reflect on your journey, literally what we just talked about. And so I sat down one afternoon, I was like, oh, I'm going to self-publish a journal. And so I channeled through this 90 day experience. And so the free template is a 30 day one with reflections throughout it. So you can go through as if you have the journal itself, Um, but you write as if you have it. So that's one of the biggest things that I've studied from high level achievers and entrepreneurs is they always talk about this, get in the energy as if. So gratitude and as if practicing or visualization is one of the most potent, powerful things to help you to rise above the environment you're in. So we talked about emotional intelligence. So if you want to get out of wherever you are, you got to learn how to get above that experience. And so writing is such a beautiful therapeutic form of taking your thoughts and putting it into a feeling, putting it into emotion, putting it into an action. And so the 30-day template allows you to, for 30 days, write down one page at a time or one page a day uh, where you're at as if you're already there. So um, I always start mine off with one to two things that I'm grateful for. And then I talk about as if I'm already in the experience that I desire to have. And I think every six or eight days, I can't remember how I planned it out um, accordingly, but something like that. Is a reflection. So you get to look back at, okay, what's transpired in this time? What do I believe about myself now? What has in fact shifted? So it helps to keep you in this framework of always being in where you want to be, but also reflecting to your own journey. So um, this is perfect for anyone who feels very stuck in their minds. i always like, oh, I got to do the affirmations. I got to do the mindset work, I got to journal. I got to figure it out. It's like, just allow yourself 30 days to just get in the energy of what it's like, reflect on your own journey. And what you're going to come to find is you manifest things, have more clarity, or even just release what you're holding on to or is limiting you um, so much more quickly.
0: Yeah. Well, wow, that's beautiful. Well, thank you so much for gifting that to our community. Again, they can get the link and then down below with that. We'll also have the links to all of your socials and good things, but I'd love to know, um, if you can share your handles or where they can best find you or contact you or reach you. And then if there's anything up and coming, any exciting projects, things that you'd like to share with our community as well, or how they might get involved, please take the floor. Let us know.
1: Yeah. So thank you so much. I want to just like really genuinely thank you for having me here today. I love connecting with, other people following their passion in this world, or even those who are just like desiring, they have a desire for something. So I love what you stand for. I love that you do this. It's so important because so many people are finding their way in the world of online earning. And what you're doing here is just so truly impactful. So thank you.
0: Thank you. It's yeah. so kind. <laughs>
1: So my handles on all platforms is Riley, R-Y-L-E-E, June is in the month.ca. So you can find me on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, my website is that as well. Um, right now, what I'm running is a my Christmas love project. So it's my third annual round of raising funds for single parents. So if you know someone who could benefit, who's a single parent who is struggling at this time, the whole premise is to uh, grant Christmas miracles um, or at the very least share. And we're always asking for donations. So we do $1,500 a family. We have a big goal this year of raising 10,000 and splitting amongst six families. And we have six nominations so far that have rolled in. So it's so perfect. So now we're really focusing on the fundraising. So that's what we're doing. And then, outside of that, I just have my expander membership that I'm running. Um, that's just an open thing. So anyone who's open open, wanting to desiring to learn more about energy and intuition, um, we have it, you can swap your Netflix habit for a monthly experience of tuning into your energy and learning and finding like minded people who are on a healing journey. So
0: I love that please, please go check out Riley June. She has so many amazing offerings, so many amazing things happening and she is doing some great work in the world, creating amazing impact. So please make sure you check out our show notes and go hit her link so you can connect with her and learn more. Thank you so much, Riley June, for joining me today. It was such a pleasure and honor to have you with us and I will see you all next time on the If Only Entrepreneurs podcast. Thank you so much. That's all for today, friends. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the If Only Entrepreneurs podcast with me, your host, Christina DeFranco. I love to connect with you guys over on Instagram, so feel free to take a screenshot of this episode, post it to your Instagram stories, and tag me at SOTE Branding, that's S-O-H-T-E Branding over on Instagram. If you got any value out of this episode, please leave us a review over on iTunes. It helps people just like you find this podcast as well. And until next time, have a lovely rest of your day and I'll see you in the next episode.